0: What up, mungos? <laughs> Man, you always gotta be cackling. I know,
1: I know. It's just so, it's just so funny. I'm sorry. Okay. Yo, what up, Mongo? I'm not ready. for- I, I, I'm like, I'm trying to, uh, to accept that.
0: This it's is good. our. I'm
1: not saying it's bad.
0: This is our intro. Damn, I didn't know what- Well, it is. <laughs>
1: okay what up guys it's been a while since me and Dewan uh recorded one of these
0: no we we recorded one last week still oh yeah a
1: week ago man
0: we weren't even thinking about doing this because today is my birthday this
1: and it's birthday y'all better he tell her happy birthday even though if it's late or not i will literally come to your house and go in your kitchen And make you some fucking Totino's pizza roll. (laughs) And just stand at the foot of your bed and be like, do you want some? Do you want some? And if you say no, I will literally throw them in your face, including that off ass fucking pan. But if you say yes, I will hand feed him to you. Then proceed to tickle your fucking feet. So y'all better (laughs) tell D1 happy birthday. That was so out of pocket. <laughs> no, I don't like to celebrate
0: my birthday because of reasons. Too
1: bad, too bad, too bad. It's May, May 12th is Diwan Day. I don't give a shit what anyone says. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday, but it's not your day today. It's Dewan's Day. <laughs> anyway! <laughs>
0: yeah, as a recording, it's May 12th, and we're not going to record a podcast next week because I'm going on vacation. She's
1: fucking
0: leaving me. I did not say that. She's I'll be back. She's leaving me. I'll be back the week after.
1: <laughs> Still. That is like the horrible thing ever now. How are you? Okay. Oh my god. Anyways. Um, so yeah. Um, of course, my name is Mori. Or Moshi. Like, I, I, I kind of prefer Moshi because a lot of people, like, they ask me whenever I'm playing on, online because I'm a gamer. <laughs> and um, They'd be like, is it Mori? Maury. I'm like bro. At this point, just call me Moshi. Yeah, and that's what they call me now. So Moshi. Anyways, so today we are going to do a. Uh, it's basically an unsolved mystery. It's not a crime, pretty much, kind of is, but it's unsolved. This case has been unsolved for 33 years. Holy shit. Mhm.
0: Are you looking that up on Wikipedia or? Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries.
1: Wiki, of course, of course, I have my own little things, but guys, but guys, the reason why this one's so special is because <gasps> it happened in our town. I saw it, I was like, Oh, <gasps> it happened in our town. Oh. We live in a little shitty ass fucking town in Berlin.
0: yeah, Mexico. We live we in won't Mexico, say where. yes,
1: we exist. No, we're not part of Mexico. Yes, we speak some Spanish, but we are not Mexico, so I'm sick and tired of y'all saying that if we are from Mexico, we are not, okay.
0: I don't know Spanish. Wait. ¿Cuántos años tienes?
1: Uh, ¿cuántos años tu tienes? I'm I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding guys. <laughs> Anyways.
0: So you're on Wikipedia? Yes. We okay, are. period.
1: So, this case, it's called the Tara or Tara Calico case. It was literally in New Mexico and in Florida, 1988. So keep in mind, my mom was 8 years old when this shit happened. That's how old my mom is. My mom, I think she was 8 years old too. My mom, this woman, if she's if she was alive, she should be in her 40s? No. She was 19. Oh. She was 19 when she, when this happened. Like, like 50, 60s? 50, 60s. Yeah.
0: Um cuz she was born in 1969.
1: Ooh, the best year. Girl. Okay. So her real name, she goes by Tara Lee Lay Calico. Her location where she got abducted and her place of birth was in New Mexico and her, like, where she lived was in land. That's where we live. Mm-hmm. The date that happened was September 20th 1988. That was a long time ago. It was, fuck, fuck, oh my god. Mm-hmm. So this is her bio. This is what um the fbi um like she was she's still on that fbi search list from all these years she's still on there damn and her occupation she was a student and she was born in february 28th 1969 she was 57. she weighed 120 pounds she was single and her characteristics are a caucasian female with brown hair a cowlick with a cowlick green eyes, a large scar on the back right shoulder, brown birthmark on back of one leg, and a large scar on her calf.
0: So. That sounded like me, but I don't have a cow leg. Like, I got a large scar on so, my calf.
1: Are you seeing what I'm seeing on your screen, Dion? Uh,
0: no. Okay.
1: let me see. This is the picture of
0: her Oh, she got that 80s haircut. Everybody in the 80s had
1: that haircut. That was her and the FBI made like a kind of... Uh, they photoshopped a picture to make it seem like how she would look now. Mmm. So, and that that picture you see below, we're gonna get into that picture later. That is what um, someone mailed to her mom and her, her parents. This is what were, was mailed to her and be like, this is your daughter. And they found that picture. They found two pictures. That one got sent to their parents here in Berlin, mm-hmm. and that one was found in the fucking uh, gas station in Florida. Ooh. And in the back, if you see, there's another kid too. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. How old was she? She was 19 years old. Oh my god, my age right now. Yeah, so I am 18. Dionne is 19. Uh, as of today. As of today. <laughs> I'm going to turn 19 in a few weeks um like this could happen to anyone for real this shit could happen to absolutely anyone right so let's get into the details about the case 19 year old tara calico was a sophomore at the university university of new mexico at approximately 9 30 a.m on september 20th 1988 she left her home in bulan new mexico to go on her regular 34 mile bike ride She rode on her neon pink Huffy bike with yellow control cables and sidewalls on her usual route along Highway 47. I go that
0: way to school.
1: And if you're a listener of us and we know you in real life or you live here in Belen or live anywhere like in New Mexico or know your way around New Mexico, that highway is currently the Manzano Expressway.
0: Yeah, that expressway is so pretty long yeah it's so creepy it's so long it like i when i'd go to school because i go to well i'm not going to disclose where i go to school but when i go to school and there was like construction on that road i would it was kind of eerie during the day mm-hmm. and also i was listening to like a disturbing book on audible
1: yeah um audible please please sponsor us <laughs> oh um yeah that highway is freaking creepy as hell Whenever I used to go with someone <laughs> to those mountains in the back, we would ride in the night because um, they would take me to their grandparents' house, and it was scary. Yeah. And me alone, I used to go on there just to see. I'm just, pouring water. Just to like go to this other place called Mountainair. Yeah. It's right beside. It's passing this this tourist tourist place called Abel. It's Able ruins. Um, and it would it would be creepy. Yeah. No
0: cars. I think the only time I went down that road was, so I was in drama in high school and mm-hmm. we would go visit um, the Valencia High School mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't alone. I was with a couple people because like, like some of them couldn't drive. So I offered to drive them mm-hmm. and the sun was setting and I was like, ew. I was like,
1: ew." it's just that like feeling like If you ever rode down highway 47 or the manzano expressway Mm -hmm. let me tell you that shit is scary i've seen shit on that fucking highway when it comes to like sure like dead animals and stuff yeah right but one time i remember going down that fucking expressway and there was a trash bag Ooh. And it looked like it was ripped open and you saw like parts, like parts, like Ugh. angled parts, right? And I remember I was driving with my mom and I was freaking out. She's like, what is that? Like, what? I'm like, mom, what is that? Because it looked like a head and it looked like legs. And I was like, that's probably just a cow. I'm like, girl, a fucking cow in a trash bag? And ever since, I, didn't, I, I don't feel comfortable going alone.
0: Yeah. I, uh, a couple weeks ago I actually picked up a hitchhiker on 47. That was really dumb of me, but I got paid. Girl! <laughs> I mean, she wanted me to drive her to, um, Meadow Lake.
1: That's a s- other sketch-ass place Yeah, a lot of shit happened, we will probably cover another case. It's a smaller case, but a bunch of shit happens over there.
0: Like, it, when you live near Belen or in New Mexico in general, like, shit's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's fucking terrifying.
0: Even on Forty Seven, like a month ago, there was a, a fire, and I took a picture of it. And when I went back the next day to go to school, that shit was in flames, or it wasn't in. Fl- it was put out, but mm-hmm. out like right
1: where I took the picture. Oh my God, it's fucking scary. Um, Tara Calico was last seen along her route around eleven thirty a.m. A suspicious pickup truck was closely following her. Her. Or she and her bike has never been found. When Tara, Tara, or Tara was not home at 12 p.m. her mother Pat and her stepfather John, John went out to search for her. The next day a full-scale search began. Pat found Tara's Sony Walkman about 100 yards off the off highway 47. If you don't know what a Walkman is, and back in Back in the old days, back in my days, when my dad (laughs) explains what a Sony Walkman was because my dad, like, that was a hot shit. It's, like, since a lot of people back in the 80s didn't have the technology we have now, that was, like, you put your discs in there and you have them in your pocket. Oh, yeah. with headsets.
0: I had one of the, well, my sister had one, but I stole it from her. (laughs) Uh, We donated that to goodwill or yeah. something
1: um walk uh those sony walkmans were freaking crazy let me tell you they
0: were like when i had him i thought i was the g i was like damn i'm rich rich and i was like no i'm poor poor <laughs> <laughs> These
1: are old. oh my god they were so old footprints on the ground led to what <clears throat> might have been on the site of a scuffle where the walkman was found bike traps possibly from hers were found nearby along with vehicles, tire tracks, and oil slick. Although there were several reported sightings of her in southern United States in nineteen eighty eight and nineteen eighty nine, none of them would be could be confirmed and this case remains unsolved. So I have this girl on my Snapchat and I don't know if she, I don't know if she, if she watches this. If you do, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> she probably knows who, who I'm talking about. Oh. Um, she said that her mom's friend was her close friend, was Tara Was <gasps> close friend. And after I finish reading this case, I will read messages of what she has told me from, there's like different like, controversies of what happened to her and stuff. Because like, um, mm, this girl's mom's friend was her close friend and since they didn't find her she went on to search on her own
0: yeah I mean... and they
1: found bunch of stuff that was that is not on this website on articles neither the news has covered it but the girl's friend's mom knows about it mm. and she has like talked to a bunch of officers that got really close to what happened to the case they got fired excuse me they got fired supposedly
0: what the fuck
1: and she still talks to them and whatnot, but i'll get into that later mm. on june fifteenth, 1989 this case took a bizarre turn a woman in port st joe florida almost 1200 miles from belen made a routine trip to her neighborhood convenience store as she got out of her car, she noticed a white van in the par- next parking space. When she walked out of the store, she saw a Polaroid photo lying face down in the parking space. It showed a teenage girl and a young boy, apparently bound with their hands behind their backs. Their mouths were sealed with black tape. It appeared to have been taken inside a white van. The okay, woman- so
0: the white van, that is a... That's already a red flag. Everybody knows that. hmm so the white van
1: my mom um, to my spanish listeners my mom has a little fucking van it's it's the 1990 chevy i fucking forgot it's called astro a 1990 chevy astro and i posted i posted it in my snapchat a while ago and one of my close friends he was all like, "Ooh, that's the atrapan niños, <laughs> the roban <roganinos." laughs> Like that's the that's the kid snatcher bed. Oh no! And I thought it was the funniest shit ever. And since my mom got her windows tinted, oh I was my! Like,
0: Your mom is just asking to get pulled over <laughs> by the police or get like someone calling in her like license. Her Sometimes license. I
1: tell my mom like, "Mom, if there's a tr- if there's a car passing by us and like they could see us, I'm gonna." Pound so hard on that window <laughs> of, be like, help us! And then she Alexia, goes, you're gonna get your mom, like, in trouble. Yeah, she's and, uh, gonna be in so much trouble. And then she just looks at me, she's like, girl, you better not. Girl, you better my not. My mom would beat my ass for saying that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so the van.
1: The How's <clears throat> <That was> it? it <laughs> about the van. Oh, well, to continue. The national media ran hundreds of stories about the portal. Harris' parents saw one of the stories and got in touch with the Florida police. They recognized her as the girl in the photo. The parents of Michael Henley recognized him as the boy in the photo. That's another kid. That's another kid that went missing. Actually, now we'll keep on reading what this says. He had van- he had vanished while on a camping trip with his father in the Zuni Mountains in 1988. Factory analysis determined that the photo was recently taken. The FBI has not been able to determine if the children in it are Tara and Michael. However, a forensic artist compared pictures of the missing teenagers to it and it was 85% sure that they were the ones depicted. Suspects. There are no known suspects, but witnesses report seeing a dirty white or light gray colored 1954 Ford pickup truck with a white Handmade camber shell following Tara. Authorities are also looking for the white cargo van that sparked that was parked at the junior food store in, S- in Fort St. Joe, Florida, on June 19, 1981. It had no windows and a sliding door at the side. Mm. This case first aired um the September 20 1989 episode of the one year anniversary of Terrence's disappearance. So here's the results of it um this this um this article is very small doesn't really tell you a lot of the details about it but like I said I was mentioning before I have more the details, yeah. conspiracies about ha- what happened. Results It is unsolved. It is no longer believed that the boy in the photo is Michael since his remains were found in 1990, just a few miles from the campsite where he was just last seen. That is so sad. <laughs> Authorities believe that he was not the victim of a kidnapping or foul play, but instead he died from prolonged exposure to the wilderness after getting lost in the forest on a cafe trip. His disappearance is no longer considered to, to be connected to Tara's. The Calicos moved to Florida in, t- in 2000- <clears throat> 2003. Sadly, Pat died in 2006, and Tara's biological father died in 2002. Can, like, before I continue, do you know how fucking sad that is? Yeah. Because there was a really, there's. I'm not gonna sound fucking rude, but there's a really high possibility that she could, that she died yeah because that she died mm-hmm. like in 1988
0: yeah because like just like watching like criminal shows and like the unsolved like things on cable or whatever mm-hmm. like they always die
1: mm-hmm. and they still there's nothing like no evidence or anything mm-hmm. but since her, um, her both parents mom and dad passed away there's no people looking for her besides her quote-unquote friend yeah do you know how fucking sad that is
0: yeah just like when you die you just like you never see your kid again after all those years
1: that's like
0: if they believe in
1: a god and if she like died or something they always hear you know yeah but there's always this chance that she's still alive
0: yeah but that is very, very slim. Mm-hmm. Like, and kidnappers, they're not that merciful. Mm-mm. They all, sometimes, like, rarely they all, like, they
1: just fucking be like, okay, shoot, get out. Yeah. Well, that's really rare. That mm-hmm. is so rare. And what's more shocking is that this happened in our hometown, Yeah. and I never hear anyone talking about
0: mean? it. Well, it was so long ago, but still.
1: I know, but like, there was something in my head right yeah like since there was a huge fire a while back here in town Mm -hmm. people were like we're never gonna forget this we're never gonna forget that i'm not trying to compare her her case to a fire to a fire yeah but they're gonna end up forgetting what happened
0: yeah because it was so long ago and we weren't we weren't born in the 80s we're we're very much young so like obviously we wouldn't remember we wouldn't that sounds harsh, but like we wouldn't really care because we didn't know. Because mm-hmm. no one was talking about it.
1: For real. She's reals. probably...
0: Because you know how like when you walk into Walmart or any grocery store, they always have like the missing people? Mm-hmm. Even at my school, they have missing kids. Mm-hmm. Or not kids, well, adults, but they're still pretty young, so mm-hmm. I consider them kids. Okay. Yeah, and they like the people that are missing, like, in the, like when I went to the campus, mm-hmm. they date back to like... Recently and then like maybe to like the 80s or it's just sad. Yeah.
1: It's just really sad. Yeah At least there's still people out there like
0: and if Tara is still alive I wonder if she like thinks my parents are still looking for me or Maybe she didn't even know they passed away. hmm That's why she's if
1: well, she's
0: alive She'd probably be like they're coming for me or maybe she lost hope Cuz it's been so long
1: about 33 33 to 35 years.
0: Yeah, it's been years. She's in her 60s,
1: or she should be. But, however, her stepfather, John is still alive and hopes that she will be found. Two other photos believed to be of her have surfaced in the years since her disappearance. However, the last one showing a woman with bandages all over her face on an Amtrak train with a man sitting next to her is believed to be a prank. That is sick. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. In September 2008, investigators announced that they no longer believe that Tara was the girl in the photo. Instead, they have learned from witnesses that she was most likely be killed on the day of her disappearance by the men she knew at school.
0: Holy fuck. Oh my god. And let
1: me tell you, remember that. Yeah. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm going to fucking put down on you guys is going to be like, holy shit. And keep like, still, I'm not saying that the stuff I'm going to read later about this case is true it's just conspiracies okay in 2003 a man named henry brown made a deathbed confession to police he said that shortly after her disappearance he had been in the basement of a man named lawrence romero jr while there and he noticed what appeared to be a young woman's body wrapped in a blue tarp and buried in a makeshift grave Damn, that kind of matches up from what from what that girl told me. Oh, Romero, Romero, a man a man named Dave Silva, and another man with red hair told him that the body was Tara's. They said that on that day of dis- her disappearance, they along with the man named Leroy Chavez were in a truck when they noticed her riding her bike. While trying to get her attention, they accidentally struck her with their truck and abducted her. How do you
0: accidentally dude, hit someone with your truck and accidentally abduct them?
1: Dude, I'm fucking reading this shit, and I don't fucking think that I don't think what that girl told me was fucking fake. Because look at this shit. R- listen to me. Okay. They took her to a grave pit and raped her.
0: <gasps> oh when Tara
1: threatened to go to the police, Romero stabbed her to death while Silva, Chavez, and and the third man held her down. They originally hid her body in a nearby bush. However, as searches began for her, they moved her body to the basement. Henry told investigators that they threatened to kill him if he went to the police. He also said that they got away with the crime because of Romero's father. Lawrence Romero, Romero Sr. was the sheriff at the time. He and other men's parents also alleged allegedly helped cover up the crime. He apparently found a note written by Romero Jr. Confessing to Tara's murder and destroyed it. Henry also told investigators that he believed that the man later placed Tara's body in a pond, in a near pond near one of their houses. Holy fuck. Yeah. You know what pond is really fucking close to what where she got abducted? Where? the one in real communities
0: which i don't
1: there's a the golf course there's a fucking big ass pond there
0: Oh, right. it's where the rich people live
1: this is fucking pissing me off i know like this is this is me getting my eyes But like wide okay
0: over. so like the if she was taken to like the pond in real communities it's like okay so the it's, it's a
1: baby i'm not saying that she did she did i'm just saying that I'm like yo there's another pond there you
0: know i know I mean? but i was thinking cuz Okay, so the golf course were real communities, my dad and my my friend, like, he always goes there, and it's like a, like, surrounding the golf course, it's a community, it's a a neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and there's so many houses that are connected to the thing, so I wouldn't- Perfect
1: place to fucking hide, because people wouldn't fucking think of searching in there.
0: No, but I'm thinking, because, like, that's kind of-
1: hard to fucking do too. Yeah
0: because there's people around I bet someone was taking a smoke break and would have noticed.
1: But they didn't have phones back then so they would, they would they had landlines
0: through. And they didn't have a ring doorbell.
1: Oh my fucking god like okay guys like let me tell you. <laughs> I don't I I with all this shit I'm like further reading by myself and all this shit this girl told me and was explaining to me, I don't fucking think what she told me was fucking, like, fake. Not well, not fake, I'm not saying that she was telling me was a liar, but, like, conspiracies. I don't fucking think she was capping. But
0: well, we have to say it's a conspiracy because we're not a thousand percent. It just, like,
1: sounds right. I don't know how to explain it. Henry also said that her bike has been disposed at a junkyard. Another man also came forward and told police that one of the suspects has confessed to him as well. Romero Romero Jr. later committed suicide in
0: 1991.
1: Pussy. Despite the testimony of the witnesses, since Tara's body has never been found, no charges have been filed against the other subs. In 2019, a friend of Tara's... 2017. 2017. a friend of Tara's, Melinda Esquivel, created a podcast and started her own investigation into this case. Let me fucking tell you! Oh I think God. that's the fucking... I need a fucking text, bitch. I'm like, is your mom's friend Melinda? Oh, no. I don't think... Melinda? Holy shit! Dude. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like having the biggest fucking mind fuck, for... right. <gasps>
0: oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me read this again. In 2017, a friend of Tara's, Melinda Esquivel, created a podcast and started her own investigation into this case, along with Tara's sister, Michelle. They are currently working on a documentary about it. In October 2019, the FBI offered a $2,000 reward for information leading into the solution.
0: Oh wait, so they already made the documentary? Or they're, it's still in the works? I
1: think, I believe. Cause the way
0: I read it, it sounded like it already came out in 2019.
1: Yeah, I think we gotta so.
0: find it. It's probably on Netflix. Netflix got all the documentaries.
1: Dude, dude, and that's that's all the fucking article gives us. Okay,
0: dude, pull out your receipts. Let me
1: pull out my fucking receipts. I hope
0: we don't get targeted
1: for this. I don't.
0: I doubt. Well, I don't know. I can't say no. It's Belen.
1: Come after me. Come after me. I live in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, bitch. Anyways, anyways, let me do it. So I hear I have um what this girl told um told me about. I'm still trying to see if she'll let me use her name. Unless she wants to remain anonymous because I respect.
0: I mean if she doesn't I could always like distort her
1: voice if she wants. I just gotta figure out how to do it, huh? So I'm just, I'm just reading the messages I got from her, <clears throat> so please bear with me if if I already covered this, I'm just reading what she fucking sent me, <clears throat> quote, because I'm quoting her. I don't know if you know about it, but around the 90s, the 80s and 90s, this girl Tara rejected a man and his ego was so hurt that he tracked her down. She would ride her bike down the Manzano Expressway every day and he ran her over and put her in his truck where some other men were raiding. They beat her and they gang raped her until she died. There was so much evidence of it and the people who did it <clears throat> the people who did it but some of the perpetrators had a father who was a sheriff and he helped cover the case. My friend's mom was doing her own investigation in it. She was an EMT and she knew some police officers that got fired after they got too close to the truth. She got a call one day that a man was shot in his house but when she arrived on scene it was a suicide. He saw an officer reading his suicide note, but he put it in his pocket and didn't turn it in. She got a bad feeling about it, so she wanted to investigate it more. Later, she tracked him down at a bar and started questioning him, but in a casual way so that he wouldn't feel bad about being honest. So she got him to get drunk and admit everything he knew. He said the the suicide note was confessing the murder of Terracolico, and there was a gang of men involved. This This is the voice message this is the voice message that she sent okay so i'm just gonna say the rest like through the voice thing because rip <laughs> that was the wrong one this is the voice message that she sent they still never found Terry's body but there's a lot of things that they think happened to her um so when she got that dude drunk uh, she got him to confess that he saw um, in that camper that the dude killed himself in, there was like a hole in the floor and like
0: a carpet to cover it. And he saw, he barely saw under it, it was dark. But underneath, like some dirt under the camper, like it looked like it was buried, he saw a girl's like hand. It looks like a little girl, but you know, Tara was she was an adult, but she was really small and petite.
1: He's just like he didn't say anything about it. He he hid it from everybody, and they still like the perpetrators are just out there, literally not fucking in jail or convicted or anything. It's fucked up. So that was her, and I I think we'll just keep her anonymous. I think we'll just keep your on Okay. For her safety.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna... I will try my best when I'm editing. I'll try to distort her voice mm-hmm. if I can.
1: hmm So, in that voice message, there was kind of, like, not... Re- like, there was different things. Like, you know, he didn't... I mean, didn't... I don't believe... Yeah, it doesn't say here that he committed suicide in his house or anywhere, right? So there's, like, a lot of, like, oh, ooh, this isn't matching up, this isn't matching up. But, like, don't take this girl's, um, this girl's world worse. It's just a conspiracy since this is unsolved. Don't, like, if you find out who this girl is, please do not, like, send hate to her, okay? So, like... That shit is just, like, this is probably, like, sure, the, there's other cases that we've covered and they were, like, kind of fucked up, but this one, says it's happened in our town and I'm seeing all this shit that I thought was a conspiracy that she told me and it was true, you're, like...
0: Yeah, it kind of, like, it kind of lines up, but was, we cannot say for sure.
1: And I'm, I'm kind of just, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, holy
0: it kind of like i know belen it's very like it's a very not creepy it's like a very it's a very criminal activity town and it just makes me feel like a little uneasy because yeah. we live here
1: yeah like ooh.
0: well both of us we don't live in the town of belen but we're near it so we're, we're basically we're basically belen
1: pretty much yeah and and the
0: fact that like i go to school and i take 47 mm-hmm. Like it's gonna make me feel like I know crimes have happened on that street. Like I know for sure, but like this just makes me feel very, uneasy. very yeah, very uneasy. I don't. I'm not going to school. Well, actually, I'm getting a job at the school, but still, it's like it makes me very uneasy.
1: This whole case, like for other people listening that aren't from New Mexico or the town we're from, like you'll be like, "Oh, there's just another one." I don't know. But me and Dewan have been raised in this town ever since we were little kids. I was a baby. I was born here. Well,
0: I was born in Albuquerque, but you know.
1: Um, but it's just like. What the fuck? You're like, bro. You're just, oh my god.
0: Like, so many terrible things have happened in New Mexico. I think, like, like in Albuquerque. This isn't Belen, but, like, it's very close to Belen. Um, but Albuquerque has the highest crime rate in the country, I think. We believe. Yeah, we believe.
1: In 2017,
0: it was. Yeah, it was confirmed that Albuquerque had the highest crime
1: rate. Especially in the war zone. If people don't oh, know yeah. where the war zone is, holy sh! Holy shit, bro. It's just so fucking scary. It's so scary. Yeah. But just, like, me taking in from this article and what that girl said, it's just, like... I know, it could
0: literally happen to anybody.
1: But like, what I said about like, um, Tara Calico being dead and what happened to her, is kind of a conspiracy too, right? But like, from the bottom from what I text, like this guy confessed to it, right? He confessed to it. They still don't have no forensic evidence. No fucking evidence. They don't even know where her body is. So we don't know if what they were saying was Mm nothing, or it was real and we might never ever know
0: or that guy like this is like my this is my thinking so that guy that confessed on his deathbed who knows if the people that actually did it who knows if they like threatened him Mm -hmm. but either way he was on his deathbed and sometimes when people are on their deathbed they say shit Mm -hmm. like they'll say like maybe something that's true maybe something that isn't because they're dying yeah because they're dying Maybe they wanted like five seconds of fame or some sick twisted shit like that, but you you can't really know because he's dead. Mm -hmm. He's not a he's not a reliable source anymore.
1: From all the we've only covered a few cases. This is gonna be our fourth one, right? Yeah. This one kind of hit different.
0: Yeah, this one hits different.
1: Way differently. Yeah, especially because. Tara was uh, oh rip, it died, since Tara was 19 mm-hmm. years old and we're close to that age, you're like, holy fuck.
0: Yeah. <sighs> god. Like technology has progressed and there's cameras everywhere, but still, that shit can happen to anyone. There's always blind spots in the cameras and sometimes cameras are mm-hmm. not reliable because they'll crash or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or some shit like that.
1: someone can manipulate them. Yeah. Holy crap, dude!
0: I you know. Um, Jesus, Father. Do you want to end this episode here? Do you? Yeah,
1: wanna... man. I'm like kind of.
0: Okay, I don't. <laughs> we're not gonna have any hot takes because we're still a little um eerie about this. Yes. So.
1: I'm fucking scared to drive home.
0: I know. <laughs> Me too. I gotta take my dog home. Rip. Rip. Um. Okay, that's it for this episode, guys. And we will see y'all. In a couple of weeks, because like I said, I am going on vacation.
1: Yeah, Was oh, she leaving me though? How dare I, you? That's not
0: what I said. <laughs> and alright, we'll see y'all in the Stay next safe, one. Stay safe. Stay safe. And if
1: you listen. If you, this is probably going to be a hot takes. not going to lie. Probably. If you live in the, in the same city we're in, and if you actually know any information about this case, please contact the police yeah please turn it if you in live on the Monzano express near the ex- Monzano expressway
0: be or careful no, anyone
1: who lives in the Monzano expressway be careful be yeah so careful because that place is just eerie as shit
0: yeah it's like you drive into the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. like the the next town isn't for like a couple of miles
1: not mm-hmm. even a couple of miles because the next <sighs> let me explain this there's a little town named... there's like little tiny towns. There's one called, named Viquita, there's yeah. another one called Las Nutrias. there's another one called, uh... uh... Contreras, and then there's La Jolla. Yeah. And then there's Bernalillo, yep. and then there's Socorro. Yep. But that's just going south. Yep. If you go east, um... East? Yeah. That's... that's north. South. East is going up
0: to real communities.
1: East. Okay, so if are you, you thinking go, of west? Like, west is okay. Yeah, that's east for the. So if you take east, there's uh there's there's a town named air and let me tell you, there's so many fucking cases in air too. It's so fucking crazy there, and like it's just. But you're driving on the Monzano Expressway. There's no exit. You have to go straight until you hit hit um. The last of the Manzano Expressway, I believe mm-hmm. And you turn left or right If you turn right You're going down to Bernalillo, La Jolla Viquitas, Las Nutes That's like where a lot of A cluster of little towns are at mm-hmm. But if you go to the left That's where the able ones are And that's where Mountain Air. Mountain is Air an, is another fucking 35 to 40 minutes yep. Driving mm-hmm. So That's fucking sketchy as shit yep. Right? But I'm not going to get into it that much because I'm fucking just pooped out because of this fucking case. I, I just know. had so much fucking energy before recording this case. Now I'm just pooped out.
0: Yeah, for real. All
1: right. Thank you guys for listening. Please, well, please, please, please subscribe and like this video. And if you have any other cases you'd like us to cover, please comment in- comment down below. Share this podcast because we are broke and we are literally trying to like pay our bills so we could keep the lights on <laughs> <laughs> and that's it
0: all right guys we'll see y'all on the next one stay safe guys stay safe peace out mungos